the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It was a little chilly this morning. No, it was a lot chilly this morning. <laughs> What's the... Yes, indeed it was. Divine Dividing uh, line between well, little and For me, it, it could be anything probably below 50 is, is chilly. But oh. it was 39 when I got in the car this morning. Yeah, that's what it was on my and house, And I found too. that a bit chilly yes. above I would beyond. Agree. Yes. I had uh, ice on my windshield, and it said it was 37 degrees, and there was frost all over the yard. So I'm guessing it was a little cooler than that, but yeah. who knows? Well, you're, I'm you're, no the, expert. The, the car might have been a little bit warmer because of residual heat coming off your Could've pavement been. or something. Could have right. been. Or maybe there was a cat sitting on the hood that I didn't see or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, everybody have their sprinklers off? Might I know been, it's... Might yeah. have been off for over a month, I yeah. think. I know we've had two days of sunshine, but I want to make sure nobody turns their sprinklers back on because I don't think it's necessary. I, I think mine have been off pre-Thanksgiving. Ours have not, uh, other than some some individual watering on the newer plants, they've been off for quite a while. Yeah, ours have been too. And we're supposed to have another week plus, it looks like, of dry weather. Warm, well, clear, clear sunny days. Clear and sunny, warm. Clear sunny days and cold open nights. Open to interpretation. Yeah, is there a rain in the horizon? On the horizon? Well, we're talking about the end of the month, the beginning okay. of February is the next, next chance. We uh, had a fun time at at Dad's house on Monday morning. Oh, jeez. Because of the rain. Yes. Yes. Learned a lot about insurance that day, too. <laughs> the hard um, way, yes. Water coming down the hill into the backyard came in faster than it went out, and it seeped through some of the doorways and into the house. It was it was fun. <laughs> oh, man. What and it was pouring. You know, he has a rain gauge that he uses. He didn't quit after spiking one small pipe and the two days he had over four and a half inches of rain that's a lot of water it's a lot of water for us it it is and last saturday after the show i went home and we you know i fed every fruit tree i you know i just fed you know tons of capri was doing some i was doing some and then it rained so much i'm like maybe maybe i wasted some of that some of it might have gotten washed away away. (laughs) yeah Yeah. that happens I, i had that in one area one one area where the water came by from the neighbor's house 
Yeah. Uh, I, I think the fruit tree, them, the fruit trees themselves, the basins, the, that was fine because the water, you know, kind of stays in those basins. But anything we did on little slopes, I think, is feeding things far away from where I am. Uh, we applied it. And you were worried about oversaturated soils around on the newer new trees, trees. The new did, trees, they, they appear to be. Did it dissipate a, pretty quickly? Yeah, I think so. But I, I've had that happen with because the new trees, that soil is so loose, the water just rolls right in and fills up. It doesn't slide across the top as they do on mature trees. Yeah, yeah. My, I, I think my uh, my back lawn is still draining. There's still water in the gutter. It, it, is there water coming out the curb at the front? Mm-hmm. I remember we've had discussions about neighbors are going to call yeah. call you it's out. It's funny, yeah, yeah. But no, it, yeah. There's a yeah. There's still water coming out. How about you, Uncle Marky? Any right. issues? No, no, no issues. The pool overflowed, but it's okay. The water is running out the front and out the street, but. Draining as designed. Yes, exactly. It is, so. you know, I thought you're not supposed to let pools overflow or well, get to think... full, but is it, we did it at Dad's house, and I called the pool guy, and he said, oh, no, it'll be fine. I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah, I mean. Because of but the you know, weight. How do you, what do you, but what do, you do? They've been talking about eliminating uh, curb cuts for drainage completely. They, they don't want anything going into the gutters. So I don't, so I don't know where it's supposed to go. I mean, it, on your property, it's not going to. Up in my neighborhood, there's no way it could absorb into the ground fast enough. It's going to have to run off somewhere. So, I don't know. Well, the the water that used to run through the fence and then catch the fence and rip the fence out that did not happen this time with all the even with all the rain we got. And my neighbors put some two block high diverters on the street to keep the water from coming over the curb into their yard, into my yard, and mm-hmm. down into the last house's re- freshly redone pool. They just oh, had it yeah. redone, and it didn't make it down there. It's the first time we've had this much rain that it hasn't flowed into their yard, which is very good. Yes. Well, maybe if they're not going to put the curb cuts in, they're going to have you put a cistern and at your cost on your property to capture that water. That's entirely possible. <laughs> but you could get natural gas dehydrators to evaporate the extra water out <laughs> so that it doesn't run into... But you can't use natural gas anymore. Oh, shoot. I had it. I'm sure had I had the problem solved. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably that. an electric one that we could use. Oh, excellent, because we have plenty of electricity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we digress. It yes. was an interesting week. Everything's green. Everything's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, the, ver, the vernal pools along 15, the 163 are back to some extent. So, yeah. It'll, it's, it's so the little green. fairy shrimp will be coming back and it's dancing gonna be green around. For, yeah, it's going to be green for a while, I think. Until Excellent. it dries, until it my, dries, my dries weeds, out again, yes. My weeds look like pasture right now. Ours, yeah, our yard looks like a beautifully... Yours looks spectacular. Yeah, and those are all just picture. domesticated weeds. Yeah. Domesticated weeds. Uh, do you have their permission to domesticate them? I do, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. And I was reading a reading a little blurb the other day. The Mammoth Mountain said that at the summit, so just this season, they've had 41 feet of snow. And at the base at the lodge, they've had 31 feet of snow. Wow. That's a lot of snow. That's a yes. ton of snow. Uh, the snowpack literally the snowpack through the Sierra is is excuse me through the Sierra is through the roof. We can't say Sierras. It's not plural. It's Sierra. Sierra Nevada. Yeah. So, but it. It's, I, I like what you did there with through the roof. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, 
the last I heard, it was like 174, 174% above normal. Right. Well, I, I saw somewhere. So skiing all the way till <laughs> August or something. Till November. Uh, yeah. yeah. Till next season. Yeah. The, the state had 31 trillion gallons or some ridiculous amount of rain that has dropped onto it so far this year. Yeah, it was it was an unbelievable amount of rain. And 29.9 trillion of those gallons have flowed God, back out to sea. Some out. of the reservoirs are filling up. Yeah, some are filling up really quick, So, which is a good thing, as long as we don't drain them again. Uh, let's see. We've got classes coming up today in San Diego at 9 o'clock. It's going to be stone fruit. Stone fruit pruning with Kurt Peacock should be a very interesting class. Wait, double check that, Ken, because I think it was last minute fruit tree care with, with Tyler, Tyler Tremble today. No, yeah. that's not what got in here then. Yeah. So, it's, okay, it, yeah. so it's Tyler Tremble. It's Tyler Tremble. Still going to be a good Today is the 21st, right? 21st? Yes. Tw- okay. What are, you, what are you looking at? I'm looking at last year. Okay, okay. never mind. <laughs> I'll let you. Uh, okay, so read t- the t- today at nine o'clock, and the reason I I, I was Thank key to that was that. because I we used Tyler last week for the very right. same class, okay. and he was doing it again this week. So okay. so Tyler Tremble's doing a last minute fruit tree care class in San Diego at nine, and in Poway, oh goodness, this is us. Uh, David and I are doing yeah. a winter fruit <laughs> a winter rose care class. That's what everybody said. That's what everyone oh, said. Oh goodness, it's those guys. Yes. So that's at nine thirty. Um, what's coming up next week? Do you have next that? week in um, San Diego at 9, Spring Bulbs with Kathleen. And in Poway, we have a How Orchids Rebloom. I'm, yeah, 9.30 in Poway. How Orchids Rebloom with Chuck McClung, and that's a book signing as well. Funny, funny thing. That's why Kathleen was a little panicked when I talked to her this week that the bulbs haven't arrived yet. Because she's that's doing fair. a class on them. Right. You, that's next weekend? That is on the 28th. Yeah, that's yeah. the week before the bulbs are expected to arrive hmm. i'm so sorry so she can say well she can use onions and, and garlic from yes. the store and show what techniques to use oh you still have onion and garlic yes okay no no, no, no i'm no, just no, thinking no. about the uh, traditionally bulbs have been here the first week of january correct and with the changes that have taken place in the industry that became little bit later and now it's much later and we can't get them this early anymore because most areas don't want them this early so the wholesalers don't send them out this early gotcha. so okay. they're expected to ship the week of the 30th which by my calculations would be two days after the 28th is that about right it's, the week? it's close it's within so the margin of like error the gladiolas yeah. and then iris yes. and stuff like that okay. and the dahlias okay. yes all okay. of that uh, according to the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation, there's some some good shows coming up in Balboa Park. Uh, next weekend, the 27th, 28th, and 29th, is the San Diego Orchid Society's Winter Orchid Show. Uh, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th is the, camellia sh- is the Camellia Show and Sale. And the 10th, 11th, and 12th is the Cactus and Succulent Society Show and Sale. So all of those should be should be very good shows, have some very interesting stuff. What kind of shows? Oh, you're, I know you're waiting. You're just itching to say Go it's ahead. a really, really Well, not big, like that. Yeah, I know. They're going to be really, really, really good shows. Yeah. Big shows. Isn't oh, it, it big, big shows? I, I think it was yeah. a big show. Well, I offered you to the you, you opportunity. Did. You did. So you might, mark, you might mark your calendars for that. And if you want to see, what, see what's coming up, you can also take a look at sdbgf.org. They have their calendar there. And they also have the – they also calendar all of the – 
plant society meetings, and there's a ton of them. There's there's a society for any kind of plant that you can think of that you would that you have an interest in. Uh, or don't have or an don't, interest in. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true as well. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, the last of the uh, the last of the roses are in, and we're still pro- still processing in power. Yeah, we process more quickly when we have soil. Oh, we ran out of dirt. We ran out of soil. Oh, that's a problem. Well, it's coming. But Monday. but that said, we have a large large inventory and many varieties out there. And and really, all that's left to do uh, from this order are more icebergs and more double delights, which we have plenty of. So, they're the so second what batch we have looks is really there good. Is, yes, is good. Yeah, they do yes. look really nice. And the, do- David, the da- Austins. David Austins <laughs> and the David Austins are in and processed and out uh, at both stores for sale. They how look many varieties really do we? I think there's get. six or seven okay. varieties in quantity. Okay. Yeah, because some of them we only got like five. There were a half a dozen more varieties we got five roses of, and I figured since they're David Austin's, it's only five. I I won't cancel them. Right. But but it's not um, enough to publish. Correct. Yeah. And if if you're interested on what those David Austin roses are, the list is on our webpage, just right on the front page. The six or seven varieties. Correct. Thank you. They looked good. They looked really good. Uh, they were uh, nicer quality this year than they looked, some of the ones yeah. we got last year. They looked nice, and we accidentally purchased two ourselves, so we have two more roses to put in the ground. <laughs> oh. It was an accident. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. They're there. Oh, how did cart? this get in the car? <laughs> You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBU and KPRZ, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, we would love to talk to you. Uh, you know, talking about the rain, I kept watching the forecast for Thursday because we do driveway happy hour on Thursday nights. <laughs> and uh, we got up in the morning, and sure enough, right around 6 o'clock, it said there was like a 50% chance of rain. And then as I as the day progressed, because it was beautiful on Thursday morning. I mean, it was just a bright, clear day. Um and I kept checking my phone, and it all disappeared. And so then we end up, so we ended up going forward because if driveway happy hour is canceled during inclement weather, so every we ended we up are all, soft we, people. We all end we all ended up getting together and sitting sitting by the fire ring and uh, 
had a nice driveway happy hour. Everybody was back in the house, back in their houses by just before seven o'clock, and right around. I think it was probably around seven thirty. It started raining, so oh, we, perfect. The, the timing good. worked out perfect. That was actually a, a pretty good rain Friday night for us. I, I didn't. I was expecting some based on on the weather, mm-hmm. but it turned out to be a, a a bit more than I was expecting. I I thought so as well. I got home. I stopped and got a burrito on my way home. And then when I got home, I went out. Everything was dry. And I went outside to lock up the chickens, and it was raining. And I figured it was going to pass. I I was disappointed that we were expecting rain on Thursday because I wanted to watch the rocket launch from Vandenberg. Oh, on Friday morning? So, so on my way, thurs, Thursday morning. Thursday and I figured morning. it was supposed okay. to rain Thursday night. We're going to have clouds. And so I went a little bit early to work. I was on the top of Scripps Poway Parkway up by the 67. Mm-hmm. Perfect vantage looking out to the west. Mm-hmm. Crystal clear sky. The rocket launched. I was watching it on the video on my phone. Mm-hmm. Everything went according to plan, but I didn't see a you darn thing. See it. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know where it was. It was supposed to head south off of our coast. I, I thought for sure I'd be able to see it, but nothing. No, the daytime launches are – they can be – they can be hit or miss. Not near as exciting as the twilight no. ones. Twilight so. ones are the best. Yes, yeah. and there's there's a few scheduled. There's a few more scheduled so far this year. Let's hope so. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what else we got going on. Uh, it's uh, Lunar New Year, formerly known as Chinese New Year. Uh, started starts tomorrow. Starts right? tomorrow, the twenty second through the fifth. No, okay. I think through the fifteenth. I thought it was two weeks. Yeah. Well, that would that would be three weeks. Yeah, yeah but exactly. two weeks, yeah. maybe the fifth. Uh, so it's Year of the Rabbit, and if you are inclined to celebrate Chinese New Year, um, a couple of things that are very popular for that, which I know we have one in stock, and I think we have the other, um, Acna Serralata, yeah. which is a Mickey Mouse plant, which is a kind of a neat plant. Really, yeah. is. that is an it's interesting plant. It's yeah. a really South African, I think, is it? I don't know where okay. it comes from, uh, but uh, has kind of a Kind of a horizontal layered growth habit to it. Uh, really shiny foliage. Really interesting flower. Thank you for listening to me. It was the fifth. Okay. Um, but that's a very popular plant yeah, this time. The, I don't think it had blooms on them, but the plants look look nice. Yeah. Do We do have them in stock. I saw some come up last week. and I know Brian was going to try to get some. They were some. just nice formed plants. They... Uh, had no flower, so I'm assuming we still have some. And I did see the flowering quince on yeah, at least one. Yeah, I know. I know there's flowering quince out in the in the shade house in Poway. Uh, they don't have any flowers on them yet, but they're they're there. They're still dormant. Yeah. So yes, the uh, the Mickey Mouse plant or Mickey Mouse bush or bird's eye bush, all common names for that, is from South Africa. Interesting. I wonder how that got associated with Chinese New with Year. Chinese New Year. Perhaps or just the a flower. The, the, I'm I, I would assume it's when it blooms. Could be, could be very interesting. Um, still waiting on, still waiting on a back order of fruit trees, right? Did they come? We got the mulberries in. Okay. Both stores got their mulberries this week, and they look good. And we got they, more mulberries than we expected. I was going to say we received more than I thought we were going to. And we, they're going pretty quickly, though. People have been hankering for them. On our on our confirmations, things with two asterisks mean may not show mm. and traditionally we have not gotten those but this this year we did get some of them it's good news so yeah, yeah. it was it's nice now are, 
just the regular Persian mulberries? Or we got what? Persian, Pakistan, Pakistan white, and tea's, tea's weeping. Tea's weeping. No. Nice. Yes, and I think we got some cooks as well, did we not? Or we, did we not? No, I think we did, actually. We did. Yes, sir. We got them all. Good. Good to know. And hopefully we still have some of them all. <laughs> we did when I left. I'm, I'm excited because last year we put in a white mulberry, and I'm, those are very good. And I don't think I've ever had a white I'm mulberry. I'm looking forward to that one uh, producing yeah, I, I, this I year. I don't have either. That means you two have not uh, browsed the nursery. The nursery. I don't. I've never seen one. We have. A, I've never we seen had one in the in yeah, the seven I, years I've been there. Up until recently, there was a white mulberry down by our native plant section, right at the edge of the Musa Creek table. It was in a thirty-six inch box, a big box, and and you just walk past and touch it that fell into, into your, hands. your hand accidentally. Into you your didn't mouth. pick them; mm-hmm. no. they just fell no. as you walked by. Yes, I don't ever. I don't think no. I ever saw that. Is it still there? Negative. I, no. But it's out in stock, isn't it? That I don't recall. But. I'll get back to you on that, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I'd have to look at it. I, cause I don't remember it being there. I, the only thing I remember seeing in a box over by the native plant section was, I think we had a 24-inch toy on it at some point in time. And there was a tipu at one end at one point. But it's not there now. And I we did have, a, I think, a box tree, white mulberry, and we may have sold it. See, our, our customers sometimes don't buy things. take us into consideration yeah, you're, when you're, they buy their plants. <laughs> <laughs> so they, 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 oh, buy, they buy yeah. things that you like and, and that you I browse in the nursery. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sorry, that accidentally fall into my hand. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like that it's the, a, we, we received some of those um, potted peach trees and that were in bloom just recently. Yes, that, sir. And a lot of people, we talked about it. We touted them, and a lot of people purchased them, and you missed out on an opportunity to buy one because you weren't as swift as some of the customers. Well, because I talked myself out of it. You right. were there. I you think, were part of the discussion. I no, I actually bought one because I was part of that discussion. I think there was still one out front. Right? There was. I put one out front, and then I purchased two different ones. So yeah. I have two at home. I but not, not, not the, the original one that we were discussing. Correct. Which was the Tropic it was Prince. two other. Yeah. I got Tropic Beauty and Tropic Sweet. And, and there's one a marbled of those. ginger as well, which I, I'm not familiar with. What is that? Marbled ginger, a type of peach. Oh. Huh. Where's the marbled come from? Do you know? Don't I think know. it's yellow and red. Oh, the, the, the flesh? The flesh is marbled. Huh. Yes. That could be interesting. Yeah. They all look really good, and they are varieties that we have not traditionally had because they come from a grower that does uh, more with Texas. And so there are mild climate varieties from Texas that have been proven there. And it's from the same breeding program as our Tropic Snow White peach, okay. which is an excellent peach here. So we'll have to report on the Tropic Sweet, Tropic Prince, and Tropic Beauty. Well, we'll see what happens this, this summer. Yes. Well, uh, no, spring. Spring. Because it's 90 days from now, we should be eating fruit. In theory. Oh. In theory. In theory. Because they have some... Well, the roses have certainly started growing like crazy. I mean, and I don't know if that I don't know if that part of that is because of the because of all the rain that we've had, but some of the roses have th- almost 3 inches of growth on them already. I think that's been pretty standard as when we do the the initial pruning in December, they they have a lot of growth by January. I cut mm-hmm. mine back about 2 weeks ago and we have growth coming out right now in 2 weeks. They come down truly dormant and as soon as they hit our weather, weather the warm weather, they start growing. And actually, I would think of anything, may, they might even be a little bit 
behind of their normal because we've had a wet, overcast, cooler winter. But there is a lot of growth. Some of them should not be transplanted at this point. Yeah. Yeah. When, we, when you're shopping, we will let you know if you should leave it in the container for a couple more weeks before you, before you put it in the ground. Uh, we did get a nice order of stuff in from Oregon. Yes. Which will not last long once it starts blooming. We have a bunch of for, have a couple of different sizes of forsythia. Um, and when they yeah. when they start blooming, they are they jump out. They're, of the nursery, they're, yeah. they're spectacular, and they just bright canary yellow flowers, and just just absolutely covered with them. Uh, we also did get in some of the mild climate uh, lilacs, the syringas. They, those looked really nice. The, the they had a lot of a lot of stems. Yeah, and I would suspect they were are old enough to bloom this year as well. And as I was out walking through the shade house yesterday, something that I that I haven't seen in years um, was in stock, and that was true rhododendrons from Monrovia up in Oregon. And those are those are really nice. They're they're super heavily budded, so they're going to be they're going to be well, putting on pop, a show yeah. show pretty soon. Um, but they can they can be a little challenging. Yeah, down here. Uh, but when they get going, they they really do get going. They, we we had a very large specimen two two years ago, maybe three years ago, um, that was in full bloom. I remember Brian putting it in front of the store, and it sold almost immediately. Yeah, it's because a, it's spectacular. Much like the azalea is just a you know much much bigger, mm-hmm. but big. tricky, a little yeah. trickier. Yeah, but some have been successful planting them in straight azalea mix. Just like the blueberries, they have the same kind of want for acid Acids. soil. The acid soil part, and then obviously the the, the filtered light. You know, they won't do well in full sun down yeah, here. Yeah, they don't. They don't appreciate the full sun. Um, what else did I see? There is a one at my dad's house. It's alive. It's not well, but it's alive. It's been there for many years. It did not get planted in straight azalea mix, but it's survived under the filtered sun so it's getting filtered like do you are you feeding it or is dad was dad feeding it well i know the face right now says you're not even feeding at all but my question was going to be do you feed it with i believe it has been fertilizer that's tailored for acid loving plants to help help change that soil ph okay it would just be fed with grow power all right i did um just before the rain stop by to say hello but uh (laughs) i got to feed all of his citrus trees (laughs) (laughs) something yep Feed you back, yeah. Yes. Um, you know what Monrovia used to grow that was real was a really pretty cool plant was the tropical rhododendrons. Yes. Do you, remember you don't those? find the viraeas. something. Yeah. Is that v, what it, yeah. Don't yeah. find them much anymore. No, no, not at all. I it I can't remember the last time I saw one, but that was a that was a pretty cool plant. Really neat plant, and it also could be used planted as an epiphyte I'd, I'd seen it planted on plaques and hung in trees and oh, really? things like that yeah oh. and it i think probably did better that way than growing them in containers that maybe that was the problem and why hmm. they went by the wayside interesting i did i was not aware of that you're listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more right after this
get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KPRZ and KCBQ. Uh, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, you know what else we got in from Monrovia that looked spectacular right now even though they don't have any foliage on them are the japanese maples oh We've yeah got some, be, i did not see those the, we got some absolutely beautiful japanese maples in in stock um they're over by the railroad in, in the bonsai you, section you get magnolias also i didn't see any magnolias okay. come down from oregon but we may have okay um, yeah those maples they'll be the, spectacular yeah gonna, i, I want to get down i guess we want to get down to the um Japanese friendship garden when everything starts oh, when to starts bloom out. When yeah. you talk about yeah. Japanese We're, maples, yeah, yeah, that won't be that won't be too long. No, That's, no. It, if you ha- if you haven't been to the Japanese friendship garden, it's actually quite stunning. It's a it's, it's certainly a, gorgeous from above, just looking down into it. Yeah, so in Balboa it, Park. It's a it's a beautiful garden. What well worth well worth a trip down there to. to I take have a look been at. there. Never. Same, I've never been in there. Really? Yeah, we'll have to take you with us. Yeah, Melanie and I went a couple of years a couple of years ago. It's. Uh, it's really pretty. And there's a nice winding pathway that goes down into the canyon. Um, is that over by the Oregon Pavilion? Pavilion is it's, that where it's you between down the, in It's there? between the Prado and the Oregon Pavilion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on the east side. Can we go back to that um, tropical rhododendron for a moment? We because may. I yes. was not familiar with that, and I was looking at it on the break. And the flower, depending on which one you're looking at, looks like a plumeria, or Agreed. like a clivia. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. I, and so they they do well here, or they yeah. did do well. It, they or? were they were challenging. Yes. They, they would they they would do okay, but they they were they took some work. Um, yeah. It wasn't it's something that you could just go through in your yard. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they but, were a one hit wonder. But it was okay. a it was a neat plant while it was available. And now we have people on occasion asking for them, and I don't know anybody that's growing them anymore. You know, top, top tropicals might have them back in Florida, but they. I, I, it's been a it's been about a year since I talked to them, but um, they stopped shipping to San Diego. Do you know what looks really good from Top Tropicals? What? Whatever your plants are, oh, that looks like a crepe myrtle. The, it is a crepe. It myrtle. is a crepe. Oh, well, that's yeah. the reason it's, it looks it's like a speciosa. It. Yeah, Lagostromia speciosa. It also looks like a guava. It does it as does. well. That was that, yeah. I do, and again, we talked about this back in July when Capri and I came back from Hawaii. There was a beautiful specimen outside the place we were staying. And when I first looked at it, or Capri said, "What is that?" I said, "I don't, I don't know." So I got close. I said, "It looks like a crepe myrtle, but it was so big, and the flowers looked anyway. It looked, it was difficult to identify for a moment. But then when I found out it was the speciosa, I kind of want one." I put little cloth bags over all the uh, over a bunch of the uh, seed pods, so when they crack open. We'll get some catch, seed, catch and ho- yeah. hopefully we can it, propagate by then, some. Yeah, by then it should be. The weather should be warm enough that we can we can plant some and see if we can get them to germinate. I thought those were more sensitive, and I know we have them sort of under under shade, but they seem to do fine here. They're they're doing okay, uh, but we haven't had a really hard frost either. But that's why we that's why we move them under under shade cloth in the in the winter time is just to to keep 
But we've had those for three years now. Oh, at least four, maybe five. Yeah, five or six. Um, yeah, yeah, they got it. They need to get repotted again um, this season. They're, Next week when we have soil. Yeah, they're they're getting uh, getting too big for the containers that they're in for their britches. Yeah, but they they bloom. They had a spectacular bloom this year. They did. Yeah, yeah, they bloomed really really well. And there's a there's one that's even dark. There's there's a form of it that's even darker than the one that that uh, the two that we have. Um, haven't been able to find it, um, but it's a it's really almost a, a dark purple. Uh, and I, that that's the one that I saw at um, Foster Gardens in Honolulu. They have a they have one they, they have a giant one in the parking lot uh, just before you go in. Uh, if you you know now that the weather has dried out for the time being, define it, define your terms dried out. Well, not it, raining, not raining. Okay. Um, if you haven't spray, if you haven't dormant sprayed yet, you can still get in a at least one round of dormant spray probably. Except for the if your roses have leafed out, you don't want to do that. But if your fruit trees haven't leafed out or budded up yet, you you should still be able to get a round of spray in. Wednesday, I bought a bottle of the. Liquicop, Monterey Liquicop in the ready to spray. And I flew home because I don't get home before it's starting to get dark very often. And I got home early and I hooked it up to the hose and I sprayed the trees that needed to be sprayed and got it all done in a very timely manner. And if I had to mix it and put it in my own sprayer, and it it wouldn't have happened. It would not have happened. But this was just. I'm a big fan of ready ready, to spray products. Because it's, 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 it's concentrate. It's it not. Just, it's you know the the trigger sprayers. It's all diluted down. Right. But the the ready to spray. It's it's concentrate. All you have to do is it hook it up to the hose. hose. You don't yeah. have to mix anything. You don't have to. You don't have to pour anything out of the bottle. It's it it's the convenience it's convenient. of it. The, yes. con, right. the convenience of it is is just incredible. And and the sprayers are not. The ones in the ready to spray are not that much uh, more expensive, or there's not much of a difference in price between mixing it up on your own and doing something like that with a trigger sprayer. There's no way you would get thorough coverage with a trigger mm-hmm. sprayer, no matter how good you are, and yeah. maybe with a pump sprayer, but it would have taken no, the pump an sprayers, hour. You have to mix each each gallon, but Correct. you know. But if you have the some of the like the Hudson sprayers and things where you pour it in, you can get a lot done with that as well. And yeah, then, but not like, in the same. Have, I, I agree. Okay. Yeah. I yeah agree. The, okay. The hose end sprayers were work. Yes. They work extremely well, although you have to be much more careful with the right with the drift on yes. a hose end sprayer. Going, yeah, yes, exactly. it's just copper. And you know, we were talking about the nematodes and maybe the plum trees. I was having problems with. There was one part of that that I forgot to mentioned when we were discussing it last week is that I've had problems with disease on some of those trees and I haven't treated them during the off season. And if you allow it to continue to fester and get worse, that could be killing the trees too. It does get worse then. Right. So we'll uh, see. I wanted to go also back to the crepe myrtle we were talking about because we just gave the the botanical name and said crepe myrtle, but it has some common names. Uh, It's called the queen's crepe myrtle. Oh really? And also the Pride of India. I not, was not aware of either one of those. Not to be confused with the Pride of Madeira. Not to be no the Ikea no Ikeum. Pride of Madeira yeah. Ikeum. Ikeum. Right. Yeah. Now these are different. This is the the crepe myrtle, but it's a gorgeous tree. 
Uh, one thing that we got in in the houseplant department that was really kind of interesting uh, was giant cryptanthus, which is a huh. uh, which is a bromeliad, but the the foliage on them is some of it's almost a foot long. Huh. I mean, they're they're before, really big. It's a it's a neat looking plant. Isn't that called a something star or star uh, starfish plant? Uh, Cryptanthus, George. What's the common name? It is something star. I yeah. Do you remember Earth Sin- star? I think. Do you remember the name Sinjin? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sinjin Smith. He yeah. used to use that as a ground cover along his walkway in his yard in Point Loma. I remember walking through the yard, and as the cryptanthus got taller, he added stepping stones to the stepping stones to raise up the level to to keep it flush with the cryptanthus ground cover. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. He yeah. was an interesting man. He was a very interesting yes. guy. He did some did some pretty incredible gardens, in, yes. incredible landscaping. He really did back in the day. What did you call it, David? Starfish? Something Earth, star? Earth star. Yeah, that, Ken, just, yeah, Ken said Ken pulled that yeah. one out. Yeah. As you're as you're driving out Del Dio's highway, um trying to remember as you're coming out, if you're heading east on Del Dio's Highway, just as you start to get out of Rancho Santa Fe proper, there's um, there's a little place on this on the north side of the road. They have a little greenhouse, and they sell a lot of statuary. And way back, way back in the day, that was a nursery, and it was um, it was Garretson's was the name of the nursery. The the gentleman that owned it, his last name was Garrett's and I don't remember what his first name was I met him a couple of times but I was just a little kid but that was what he grew primarily cryptanthus. Was, was cryptanthus he specialized in cryptanthus is that across the street from the the street or driveway that goes down to Hernandez Hideaway or very close to it was it not it's not too far from there okay oh well but no it's it I it's farther it's farther west of Hernandez Hideaway okay. because Hernandez Hideaway is behind the dam Hidden away. Hidden away. And then there was also in Del Dio's proper, I can't remember what street it was on. I was only there once or twice. Um, There was another bromeliad grower in there, and it was um, Seaborn was the name of the – Seaborn's nursery was the name of the grower. And they had just really, really bizarre stuff. I mean, things that you you wouldn't find um, anywhere. You know, I – Remember talking to Sinjin, and he was telling me he was known for his pruning, mm-hmm. his tree pruning, and his artistic tree pruning. And he told me that he was self-taught from back in Germany. Um, he was poor and needed firewood, and so he learned how to prune so that nobody could see that he had pruned, <laughs> so he could steal wood. Was what he had told me was how he came to to that trade that's one way to do it yeah he would he he did a lot of he did a lot of pruning um yeah there were people that would only allow him on their trees back in the day yeah but if you think about it and that's the art of pruning is pruning so that it It doesn't the tree gets pruned and it doesn't look like it and that's the downside to that is it takes a lot of time and effort and if you're paying somebody money to Mm, to do it correct and otherwise, um, hacking is easy. It's cheap. But then the plants look hacked for months or ever. Yeah, years. Yeah. There's a – on Scripps Ranch Boulevard up in my neighborhood, there's a 
office complex that had some really big um, eucalyptus trees in it. And whoever the tree company is that they hired to prune them came in and pruned them to just a single trunk with <laughs> with no branches. It was the stupidest looking thing. Somebody did that to one of my dad's trees. I think it was an ash. They just it was just shot back to a twenty foot trunk a stump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the pro- the problem when you do that with eucalyptus trees is they will branch out, but those branches are so weak compared yeah, to the ones that break that form and, yeah. naturally. Um, it can it can be a real problem. And then there's a, there's another house in Scripps Ranch that I drive by every once in a while. I can't remember what street it's on, but they had some had some beautiful um, Norfolk pines in their oh. front yard. Huge, huge Norfolk pines, and they hired a tree company to come in and cut the top ten or fifteen feet off. You're kidding me? No. So they they the tree the trees were perfectly formed, and then it goes up, and then it's just flat where where they cut it off. But I noticed, uh, I noticed a couple months ago when I was driving by, each each of the trees that they did that to now has like three or four small trees growing out of the top of the trunk. So they ruined them. I was going to say there are a number of trees like that that if you top, they yeah. just look horrible exactly. and it, it ruins everything. Yeah, they're not not meant to grow that no. way. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break and we will be back with more right after this. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, I did notice that we had gotten in some hostas. You can't see anything. No, they're yet. little pips. They're, they're yeah. just dormant. At, just at pots of, of dirt with a little bit of uh, pecan shell on top. Yeah, yeah but they'll be they'll be coming up soon. But it, And I, hostas are absolutely beautiful foliage <laughs> plants, but if you're going to plant hostas, as soon as you put them in the ground, <laughs> put some sl- put some slug and snail bait down because that's the first thing that they will go after. Yeah, unless, food, yes. unless you are trying to attract snails to harvest for your culinary needs, and then don't do that. Yeah, I don't think I'd be doing that. Okay, well, so. just yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go up to Encinitas where Candace is waiting. If I can figure out how to turn this on, <laughs> I couldn't find the. Hey, Candace, how are you? <laughs> Okay, I hope you can hear me. Yes, we can. Um, I want to know about um, starting raised beds in metal containers. And then, second question, the care of bougainvillea. Okay. Well, I was, if you want to do raised containers in metal containers, the Make sure stock... drainage. Yeah, put holes in the bottom and fill them with a good potting soil. The stock tanks that many feed stores sell work well. The fairgrounds bought stock tanks last year 
and then they got potting soil from Walter Anderson Nursery with which to fill them, and the plants did really well. Yeah, I, and I think some of the raised, this metal raised bed planters like they sell at um, Home Depot don't have a bottom in them. So it's just corrugated steel, corrugated uh, galvanized steel it, you set on the ground and then just fill it up with, with a good general purpose potting soil. Okay. I'm, there's some reason. Cutting out, we're cutting out here. Um, okay, great. And then just uh, water them from the top. Yeah, yes. right. And if, if you're if you live in an area that has gopher problems, you may wish to put some hardware cloth or something on the bottom to prevent them from coming up inside the garden. What What would I put? I'm sorry, I'm not getting a good connection. What, what put on the bottom? Hardware cloth, Me, like okay. metal, metal screening, okay. like chicken wire type stuff. Yeah. It's oh. yeah, it's it's the same type of material as chicken wire, a little bit thicker, and it's little squares that gophers can't get through. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, second question about bougainvillea. My bougainvillea are not um, flowering real well. They're in the ground? Excuse me? Are they're in the ground? Yes, they're in the ground. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and they've been there for a while? Yes. Okay. How often do you water them? Um, pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And, and they get plenty of sun? Yes. Okay. When uh, an established bougainvillea isn't doing well frequently, it is related to that little caterpillar that eats most of the foliage off of them. They also are not going to bloom much this time of the year because when it gets the weather's cooler, they aren't growing as much, and the, the bracts and flowers are on the new growth. But frequently, the caterpillars will do a lot of damage eating the new growth. And so if you suspect that, which I would if they're not doing well right now. Watch um, the water. Don't give them any additional, definitely. Um, I'd give them some BT. I'd spray them with BT and get rid of any caterpillars that might be there. But as the days continue to get longer and and warmer, you should get more growth out of it. And if, and let them get on the dry side, too. Don't 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 keep them extremely well watered. Once they're established, they're, they they're extremely they're, I mean, they're, yeah, they're okay. extremely drought tolerant. And if you haven't fed them with anything, I would go ahead and feed them with like a flower and bloom fertilizer to try to push some flowers on it too. But I wouldn't expect much until probably yeah, around March or months, so. Yeah. yeah, a couple months. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I'm not seeing any flowers right now, but yeah. I'll I'll feed them and <laughs> take care of them. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. You know, mm-hmm. Bye. when she's gone, I was going to talk. The, the, the bougainvillea, is it, it, too much water, they won't flower. They, they, right. they, they'll, they'll grow. They'll, they'll put, grow like they'll, crazy, exactly. but they, a little bit of drought stress, and they will produce a lot more flowers. They produce a ton of flowers, yeah. It, you know, um, jacarandas do the same thing. Correct. You drought stress a jacaranda um, during the dry season, and then when they do start getting water and uh, – they bloom like crazy. We we have a lot on the property, and we watered it in. I know people think this is weird, but we watered it in July and in August. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. And they, they're jacaranda or bougainvillea. I'm sorry, the bougainvillea you know, on the fence line. Yeah. Two really good long soakings, uh, and they period period. Yeah, yeah they I, don't they don't take they no, don't they take don't much at all. at all. Most people overwater. You know, when we most people overwater out, everything. Sorry about that. No, they do. You know, when we give out the call signs, I've never noticed. Look at the sign to your left and look what it says. In this order. I've never I've never done that even one time. Done what? 
See where it says, please mention in this order, the answer, oh. 96.1. North County. FM North County and AM 1170. I always do it backwards. Well, it's because ah, we Don't worry the, we about it. It's because okay. we didn't have the sign here. I know. <laughs> or I, and and just, it's right where I can see it. Too. Or, or we just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, for anybody that's interested in getting started with staghorn ferns, oh, wow, I, was yeah. wa- I was walking through the nursery yesterday and Brian had found some really nice uh, platycerium superbums in one gallon cans. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they, they don't have the classic form to them because right. they're growing, they're growing in a container, but Correct. you take it out of the container and mount it on a board It'll take off. in a, in just a couple of months, you're going to have a spectacular looking plant. We have some really nice ones on boards out there right now they're as well that we got in both stores got those in. And I'm guessing the, the gallons both stores probably have it as well. I think Monterey's doing those, and they, they are very yeah. nice. Did, did, yeah. did, I have, Ross, didn't you accidentally purchase one of those? Or? I purchased one of the boarded ones right. accidentally. Yeah, um, That plant, you had it in the office when I came in the other day, and I, I looked at that, and it was gorgeous. It looked almost like it was gorgeous. It looked like it was a... Did it look edible, George? No, but it was just a very good-looking plant. It looked, it looked like it was a uh, a store-bought plastic. It was so well It was defined. perfect. Yes. They're, they're, I agree. Yeah. That's and why. They really are so easy to grow, too. They're super easy to grow. Right. It's just, yeah. Again, people try to, I think, try to take too good care of yes. them sometimes. However, yes. taking them from that pot and putting them on the board is a little more work. Yeah, and I so agree with you there. We should save that for a class or something. Yeah. My dad's a moderator on a Facebook page for platyceriums and pyrosias, and the guy that set the page up, like he was showing me yesterday when he was up, um, for the for the background picture on the page, they used the they used a picture of the staghorn wall in the San Diego store with the giant superbum yeah. on it. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Very cool. So. So it's a pretty, and that's all Junior's doing I at thirty six forty two Enterprise yeah. Street in San Diego. Exactly. If you would like to go, it is see a, it yourself. it's an incredible plant. If you go to the class today, you can see it. Yeah. all those staghorns. Yeah, that is true. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. We will be back next Saturday with another hour of Garden Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.